Right, welcome everybody to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I am one of your hosts, Chris Phelps, and my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris. We're back. We're bad. It's The Bachelorette, and we're fucking mad. So it is wonderful <laughs> to speak to you again. So we couldn't wait for another Love Island. We put out a survey, and our survey said you should do The Bachelorette next. So uh, how have you been, mate? Not bad, actually, mate. I've been away to Greece. had a lovely week's holiday there. 30 degrees at the start of October. Uh, absolutely brilliant as we finished our Love Island slog. And it's been great, Dave. Absolutely uh, had a great time. And I will say, Dave, just a bit of news for the podcast. Uh, one of our great listeners, Charlene's, actually opened up a Facebook group now. So there's a Facebook group, Chris and Dave's Reality Cast, on there. I'm going to put the link in the show notes today so you can join it. So you want to get over there. It's just purely fans of the show. Everybody be nice. You can call me and Dave out with all, no problem with that. But we you know we won't tolerate anybody calling each other out, just opinions on the show. But please get over there because it's just something that's grown from the, the Love Island, Dave. It's been brilliant. No, it's absolutely brilliant. And I, I echo that. You know, thanks very much to Charlene. We're a bit shit with things like that, aren't we? So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just appreciate. And, you know, this, is a, just, this isn't something we're not going to, be dictating what gets talked about it's just a group of fans hopefully that can just get on there and chat shit about reality tv so really excited about where that goes yeah it's good dave it's really good and also dave we've had a couple of weeks off we've gone into the bachelorette haven't we dave it's season 16 and what what did chris do dave I started watching The Bachelor Australia, which has just started last week, about two twin sisters who were on it dating people and then realised, well, hang on, this isn't the right show. <laughs> so anyway, there's an Australian one did, with did, two sisters on it. Did the fucking accents not, not give you a clue? <laughs> no, Dave, not really. No, it was the guy I was like, I don't remember this. I mean, I've seen The Bachelor Bachelor. You have. You obviously did a podcast, didn't you, The Bachelor Banter about The Bachelor show. So, yeah, it's, yeah. Um, it, you know, we know the format. I've watched The Bachelor on and off for years, so. I just want to think. I'm thinking, this is not the fucking show we should be watching for about five minutes. So anyway, um, where do you want to start with this, Dave? I tell you, I like how you switched it around there. So I, I tell you <laughs> what, we're going to have to try and figure out, Chris, because when we do Love Island, we're kind of and, and and I know we've done the retrospective. We did that for the Australian one, didn't we? Yeah. But you're kind of following through in almost real time. You know, they have the thing where, you know, they'll have something on a Friday night and clearly the footage is over one night, but they'll drag it out until the following Sunday. But you're broadly following it along and you can vote and things like this. What we're going to have to figure out is how much do we look into into the spoilers sort of territory? Because obviously all of this is filmed and there's lots of speculation out there on Bachelor Nation lots of things that we kind of already know about the show and so I, I don't know I kind of like it when we can just go along with the roller coaster and not be kind of dogged by knowing things that are happening outside the show I mean what what do you think about that yeah I think you're right Dave because this was originally going to be filmed wasn't it like the earliest part of this year and with COVID and we get alluded to that in the start of the episode it's put an absolute block on it where Claire the lead actress and I'm saying actress Dave for a fucking reason um, <laughs> she, uh, she's she been on quarantine and not been able to speak to everybody Dave so um, 
Yeah, I, I, I know, and I've read little snippets about this series already, that it's supposed to be an absolute, as the Americans say, Dave, a doozy. Um, <laughs> but it, it's really something that I'm interested in, but obviously it's not a daily thing like Love Island. You're not, we're not going to react to it. It's just going to be weekly, like when we've done Love is Blind and Labour of Love and things like that, especially Labour of Love. Oh, my God. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm sure that will any... come up again. So, Dave, I'm sorry, and I'm sorry everyone out there, I'm going for it straight away because Claire, she reminds me of Christy from Labour of Love, Dave. She's been on every single Bachelor program going. And for me, too polished. And I'm putting my fucking flag in the floor now. She's not getting with anybody, Dave, at the end of this series already. I can clearly see this is an absolute fakey McFake fucking reality <laughs> show. Are we going to watch it every episode? You're damn right we are. But I just think she's so polished and the crocodile tears we got, the whole. You know, bloody uh, like Americans got talent or the X Factor over in the UK and stuff like that. The whole backstory and the sob story, we got it all day. We got it all today. Some of it was really bad. I, I don't, I can only imagine what she's going through with a poor mum. But everything else, Dave, was just like complete utter shit. They, they talk about trying to pull on your heartstrings. Now, Chris, I, uh, you know, I gave you a bit of stick. Obviously, Labour of Love. If you've not watched it, guys, uh, you know, well. You can waste your time if you want, but you know we certainly <laughs> we certainly did. You know we were bought in, or I was bought in for eight episodes, and then it all turned out to be pretty much bollocks. And and you, Chris, called it out from about episode five or six, I think it was. So I'm I'm gonna you you've got a little bit in the credit bank, I think. You know, so yeah. I, I'll, I will leave that open. I don't think she's she's not looking for someone, but again. It, the fact that they're showing you a lot of the clips, they keep going back to the clips of what's going to happen, you know, a few episodes ahead. And I don't really like that. I'd sooner kind of, like say, go along with it. But, you know, she's you, they're showing you all the drama that's clearly going to happen, you know, in a, well, I, I wouldn't think it was next week, probably the week after that, maybe. So, so yeah, but I always say, Chris, when you're, when you're properly crying, you can't talk, you know, it's it's very difficult to talk. But when you do that Hollywood crying, you know, it's, it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm really upset, Chris. And you know, it's just, it's <laughs> totally fake. And so I, I think when she was doing that, I, it, it came across like bad soap opera acting to me. Uh, and yeah, it just, yeah. it looked pretty horrendous, to be honest. And oh. I thought, oh God, here we go. Yeah, and, and honestly, Dave, that's where with something like The Bachelorette, I love watching it and The Bachelor. And like I say, I watched the last series of The Bachelor, the American one with the guy who was the pilot, and he'd been a previous contestant who got ditched, basically, on The Bachelorette, Dave. So, so it's one of them where... They're all mixing in the same things, but she's been on like two Bachelor in Paradise. She's been on about three different shows. And it's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> how many times are you not going to get that coming on a reality show? He's not going to get you the love of your life, Claire, at all. All Claire's on there for, Dave, is the screen time. A bit like Christy from Labour of Love and all the mother dead legs who are on Labour of Love who are just useless. Th these guys, Dave, what are they playing at? Let, let me say, right, this is going to be great 
to listen to because I was thinking there's some there's some people out there who are probably fully bought into it, fully want the love and everything, and want to go along with it. I think you can expect pretty much more of the same. You know, we are gonna we are gonna call these fuckers out because there are we we might be here all day, Chris, if we're gonna call all of them out. But it's a lot to get in. What I loved is when she gets a phone call by Chris, the presenter, Chris Harrison. He's going, hi there, Claire. Can I just say, you know, um, I just want to say, you know, you didn't think you were going to do the series, but you're the bachelorette. We're filming in two days. Oh, they, Chris, Chris, oh, I wondered why the film crew were here. It was there right in front of me. I have perfect makeup on in the right lighting. But you know, I was, oh, I don't believe it. And that's what they're doing at the X Factor in Britain's Got Talent. And you know, it's just like, come on. Are we going to believe this fucking baloney? They're not going to spend all that money all day rigging it all up to then say to you, you know what? We're not fucking doing it. See you, Claire. He's just like, come on. That came across to me as well. It's like, think about it. who's filming this. Well, you know, are they socially distant? And why would you just set up? So yeah, I agree. It, it, it's little things like that, isn't it? If you just think for longer than half a second about it, you're like, oh, this is so set up. But I tell you what, Chris. You know. There's no real end in sight, is there, for this pandemic at the moment? I thought it was an interesting choice, just directorially, if that's even a word, to spend so much time. It felt like they spent the first half an hour going on about, oh yeah, we were going to do the show, and then you know it was it was put on hold for a bit, and you know we'll see the guys, they're all having their tests and everything. It's like, look. Fuck it, we all live this every fucking day. I don't really need to watch this and and see the same thing as well. Yeah, I, I think you're, right. I think you're right, Dave. And I must admit, Dave, you know we're we're in a pandemic. You talk about socially distancing. Was it the fucking competition to see how many blokes you could get in one fucking show? Because yeah. I was just like, holy fuck, we've got three American football teams worth of people in. There was just so many guys. I've never, I've never known that many people be on the Bachelor or Bachelorette like that, Dave. I could be wrong. There was a hell of a lot of guys. I think the so the Bachelor South Africa that was. Was like 21 or 22 girls can't quite remember so that that was quite a lot but you know chris in these episode ones i say this all the time i don't like them just because i don't know the people i don't know what they're like so i have to take more notes than you know later in the season when you get to know people's personality you just it, it sinks in a bit more and you can join up you know with what you know about them Honestly, Chris, by about the time the 15th guy walks out, I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. (laughs) I'm rapidly trying to get the names down and it's like, oh, fucking hell. How am I going to remember all these? So, um, yeah, fortunately, we got rid of some of them, didn't we? So hopefully it's going to get a bit easier. Well, well, yeah, and also you've got that you're right, Dave, because you had the comedy timing of some of the guys coming in. And I, I'm there thinking, I was like you, you know, I'm useless at stuff like this. Notes and preparation are not my thing. You are the prep man. I am the, just the, let's fucking wing it. I'll write three lines. I mean, iPhone notes and then see how it go. But you are prep. And even I was like, holy shit, I need a fucking A4 piece of paper. There's that many guys. I mean, we had guys coming in, in the bubble, football bubble thing. You had a guy in a fucking <laughs> sheet of armor. Someone come in a straight jacket. I'm like, what is going on here? They, I mean, I'd obviously said to him, come stupid. And, and it's a little story I'm going to say here, Dave. You know what it felt like? So 
Dale was the one who got the most kudos off Claire. She absolutely said, I'm good. this is the guy I'm going to fall in love with. And he got a kiss out of her later. Loads of the main ones who stayed just come in suits, right? And the comedy ones come. I remember years ago, my dad saying to me, you know, like the old Del Boy and Rodney, it's a fancy dress thing and they come as Batman and Robin and they're actually at a funeral. <laughs> you know what I mean? And he say to Trigger, uh, if you come as, and he went, I've come as a, uh, a, a what say, a chauffeur. You know, like the, I didn't get the memo either, but... They all come smartly dressed, and then you got the idiots. And I got told years ago by my dad, it's a, it's a Halloween party, right? So I said, all right, he said, but it's a seventies party as well. So it's you can have come as Halloween, or you can come as a quite apt at this time of the year, or you can come as seventies. So I was like, oh, I'm not getting fucking dressed up as like you know Freddy Krueger. I used to get dressed up as the Undertaker, the wrestler. I got dressed up, Dave, as Starsky, Starsky Nutch, full wig. Leather jacket I got from Aflex Palace in Manchester, <laughs> leather gloves, everything, the proper full outfit, walked in. Everyone's like, who the fuck are you? It's not a 70s party at all. <laughs> my dad has just absolutely blagged me down. This one it's felt like. <laughs> Everyone else is dressed as like the Rocky Horror Show, fucking all this Freddy Krueger, everything. And I'm dressed as fucking Starsky with a gun in my hand. I was like, oh, you fucking see you next Tuesday. But um, <laughs> like a right knobhead, even though they were all dressed stupid. I looked even worse. But this is what it felt like with these guys. Like they were like, look, make an impact, do something stupid, but they'd only told half of the cast, if that makes sense. It yeah. seemed very bizarre for me. Well, I think the the intention is that, you know, they're trying to make that impression, aren't they? And um, I've, got, I've got in my notes here, I've put down, they've all had a lot of time in lockdown to think about their <laughs> intro gimmick. So, I mean, <laughs> like you say, only half of them did that kind of gimmicky, but I thought a lot of them kind of misfired. So, I mean, first up, Chris, we had Ben. He's an Army Ranger veteran. Um, and I thought he, this would be more my approach. You know, he was just asking her to, you know, take a deep breath, chill out kind of thing. I thought that was nice and and kind of understated. And I'm sure we'll get, I'm, I'm not going to go through all of them, Chris, but um, I thought it was interesting. I, I think we had Jason, didn't we? He's yep. a former pro footballer. He came out with the old pregnant belly there, which is a callback to when she was on a previous season, um, apparently. So I, I haven't seen that. I don't know if you've if you've seen that at all. No, I saw the flashback when it showed her, Dave, which is quite good, to be fair. That, that would have scared the shit out of anybody, wouldn't it? <laughs> on a day <laughs> see, see a little cloud of dust, you know, and yeah, the, like, the bachelor not stood there anymore. I tell you, what else jumped out at me, Chris? So, so just in no particular order, Jeremy, right? He's a banker. And he says, Chris, I'm not actually here for me, but I'm here for you. Oh, that was pathetic. <laughs> That what? was pathetic. Fuck off. I know. <laughs> I was the same. Like, is this reality TV 101 notebook? You're just doing everything you can to. Because, Dave, we said it about Stuart on Labour of Love. And like we said, we mentioned it a couple of times. But Labour of Love, guys, even if you don't watch the show, go back and listen to our episodes. He was a guy on there, Stuart, lovely guy. He had everything going for him. He was some sort of motivational speaker, he was director of a company. But everything he did with Christie was so false, wasn't it? It yeah. was so false. And, um, and and he didn't, you know, sadly, you know, spoilers, he didn't get picked. But he genuinely 
was a lovely guy, but it come across as too forced. And this is what this guy reminded me of, Dave. As soon as he said it, I was thinking, it's fucking another Stuart here. You know what I mean? It's just like, you can have your own opinion. If you don't agree with somebody, you have to just keep going along because you're that desperado to get with this girl. It's just, I, I picked up on that straight. When someone does that, Dave, I'm out on these sort of shows. I'm like, nah, you're gone, mate. Yeah, it's it's like I was saying, you know, it's like when someone says, I just want you to be happy. <laughs> <laughs> it's not really, is it? You you no. you are here for selfish reasons. Just own it. Just admit it. You all are. And you know, in fact, so Claire gets on it. Then you know, not not long after he said that, she's like, "Oh, I just I've waited my whole life to be here, and all of these guys want to talk to me." I'm like, "No, they didn't. They applied to come on the Bachelorette." You just happen to be the bachelorette. <laughs> you know? yeah. If I ended up being the bachelor, I'm not going to go on there and be like, oh, wow, all these girls are actually, by default, they're all interested in me. No, they're not. <laughs> they applied to be on a fucking game show. We're coming hot today, everybody. Sorry, apologies. We're coming hot. I apologize. If, if you're here for the... For the recap and, and the lovey-doveyness and fluffiness, you're probably on the wrong podcast. <laughs> this is not your rodeo, people. But I think as well, like Dale, I'd mentioned it before, but Dale gets a kiss out of her. And it's, it seems genuine. She really seems, for some reason, she's absolutely... First impression, Dave, wow, that was it. Bang, you know, straight on it. She's like, this is the guy. He's an ex-linebacker, uh, I think he's an ex -linebacker, American footballer. Yeah. Great, lovely bit of chemistry between them. You know, really good-looking people, both of them. And Claire's a good-looking girl. Dale's a good-looking guy. No problem with that at all. If it happens, it happens. That's that, that's great. And, and obviously, again, like you said, we get the, the fact that they ruin it in so many episodes, don't they, Dave? There's a little bit of something already that we're going to see. And it's like, like you said, don't tell us. Don't tell us. We don't need to see it. So I agree with that. But Dave, I say what was the absolute ringer in this episode? And I don't know whether it was a setup, but Tyler C <laughs> going to Claire and the guys. First of all, the guy. Well, he went to Josie first, didn't he? And said, uh, a random girl has contacted me. Well, how does she know you're on this show? Yeah. And told me that you've messaged. And I'm thinking, this looks like a setup to me. I think Tyler C was already out the door. And he said, and he'd said to him, I want to leave. And he said, I tell you what, why don't you just do this little bit of uh, drama for the show and we'll run with it because she's not going to pick you. I think he'd already said he was leaving because I just thought that was all bullshit, mate, for me. I don't know. I, I kind of feel like, Chris, you know, you know we like Love Island. You, we say it's it's the one percenters, isn't it? You know, it's these Instagram models and everything. And, and I just I can't help but feel that these Instagram hungry, you know, young people i mean a lot of people are like late 20s kind of 30s weren't they so i say young it's not love island young but you know they're still on instagram all the guys look great underneath their suits i'm sure you know they they all look like they they work out and stuff so i i kind of can believe that you would mix in the same kind of circles um so so i i kind of believe it but you know the fact that he's off off you know it obviously been pre-recorded and he's saying you know i know something about joseph and you know i'll play that card if i if i need to well he didn't wait that fucking long did he <laughs> you know no. and um he actually stole my thunder because when he rocked up in the station wagon 
I'm like, oh, it's fucking Clark Griswold, that. It's like Holiday Row. <laughs> but he called it himself. You know, he said, oh, I've just rocked up like Clark Griswold. I'm like, oh, you bastard. Stole my line. But um, <laughs> yeah, I, th- I thought it was an interesting choice on the same, on, on the opening night to call that out. I, I don't see why he was in such a rush to do that. And you can tell, yeah. like, the other guys, they weren't very happy about it. And and I don't like this. I saw this on the the Bachelor of South Africa as well. That when they get the main person caught up in all the drama, it for me it's unnecessary. You know, you put. I mean, there's thirty guys there, Chris. There's going to be drama straight away, isn't there? But I thought to to kind of lay it on thick straight away was was out of order. But you're saying you know Tyler's maybe been prompted to do it. That fucking there is something a bit off about that Yosef. I, I just yeah. I, I don't buy him at all. Like how authentic he is. So so I don't. I think there's something in what he was saying there. There could be, but why say it, Dave? What what benefit is that going to get you on a show like this? That's that's what I don't understand. Is if he's done it, Yosef will get sussed out he won't be able to keep lying when they spend this much time together doing these things and I'm sure the fucking production team would probably give Claire a nudge at some point and say get rid of this fucker he's dodgy or whatever that's fine but Tyler come off worse Dave he thought he was doing a noble thing but all the guys were just like you fucking snitch you know what I mean like yeah. what are you get rid of both of them and I think there's something off about Yosef. I really do. However, like I'm still sticking to. It. I think they've given him a nudge there. He's going, and they've gone. Look, just just do this, and we'll because Yosef stayed and Tyler went, so she didn't believe him anyway. Yeah, I, th- I thought it was strange, but but ultimately, I I don't know whether she believed one side or the other. Uh, I think it was more just like, look, I I need to speak to all these different guys. And I can't be dealing with this shit right now. (laughs) I I thought that's how she read it. So like I say, I thought they were both going to go. And and if anything, I'd have thought, you know, if the producers were to give a little prod, I'd have thought, well, maybe they would say, let's just keep Joseph in. You know, we know he's a bit of a see you next Tuesday, but (laughs) he's going to be good entertainment on the camera. Yeah, he will be, David. That's what you're going to get. Through this, we, we always say it, don't we? I mean, look at Mackenzie in Love Island, USA, we've recently gone on about. And I know we covered her probably more than we should, but she was front and center for so many episodes. But it was pure comedy timing, wasn't it? It was just like, you just do not see how you make yourself look and all that. And I think someone like this Tyler, maybe even Yosef, Dave, you need that ridiculousness to keep it going. Because if it's all vanilla, and the last couple of episodes of Labour of Love were just too mushy, weren't they? There'd have been a bit of shit here and there. And then it just fell off a cliff. It just went right downhill because there wasn't enough drama. So I'm saying all this. But however, looking at the previews, Dave, this looks like it's going to be sensational, this series. Whether it's fake or not, I'm going to be there every week watching this. I cannot wait to go through this series. So I think so so we said we're gonna try and avoid spoilers, aren't we? But Yes. Yeah. I, I think I'm gonna to have to call one thing out straight away that because it's on all the promotional material, it's not like the it's not these aren't dingy kind of back alley forums or something where there's some speculation going on. We know that in this season there are and if someone doesn't wanna know, stop stop listening now. But we know there's going to be two bachelorettes this season. 
because they're, yeah. they're right there on the posters and everything. So, you know, and, and straight away in episode one, they've shown us that clearly it's going to go off. And, and you know, the guy, Chris, he's, he's saying, well, you know, it can't continue like this. So we didn't start off with two bachelorettes. So we know in a pretty short amount of time, she's going to go in the bin. She's going to go through the exit door in some way. And I just don't know why they do that. I don't know why you would sacrifice all that drama. Because right now, Chris, I'm going to struggle to really get invested in any of the relationships she has. Yeah, because of that ru- ruined it already. I yeah. agree. I agree. And I mean, I don't really know much about whoever replaces her, but if they do or how they do it, what they do. But we've seen that it basically looks like the guys, it looks like there's almost a punch up, there's some proper kicking off and stuff. So it's interesting, Dave. And like you say, we don't want to ruin it too much, but unfortunately, you've got to promote it. I agree. But that would have been a hell of a thing to keep quiet, wouldn't it? That would have been a real, like, you know, completely like a heel turn on the show. And that would have been brilliant for us watching it to be like, oh, my God. You know, I don't expect yeah, that. Absolutely. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you on that. And and like I say, with, with some of the other shows, they, in fact, I can't think of a, another show that does it like this where, you know, they'll, they'll show previews like straight away from the first two minutes you got all the drama from a future episode because we saw none of that drama tonight, really. The, I mean, the the thing with Tyler and Yosef, that was like a tiny little ripple, wasn't it? But in the previews for whichever future episode it is, that, that was proper drama. We saw it about five times where she's going on, you know, I'm the oldest bachelorette, I'm 39 because I haven't settled for blokes like that. Or blokes, my word, I think she said men. So, you know, again, it, it's just something I, I guess we're going to have to get used to. Um, but yeah, I think they've, I think they've shot themselves in the foot. I know Bachelor Nation is this massive thing and there's loads of talk. And so they probably do quite well of all of that, out of all of that chatter. You know, it's like free advertising, isn't it? But I, d- I don't know. I, I like to go along with the ride. And, and like you said, we'd have, our minds would have been blown, wouldn't they? You know, watching a storm out or whatever happens to bring that to a close. But um I guess what we'll do for the next episode or two is just learn a bit more about the blokes. Cause I, d- I don't know what happens if they're bringing a second bachelorette, do they, do they just continue with the blokes that have already got roses and, and have stayed in the house or do they get the original ones back? Yeah. That, that'd be interesting that Dave. Yeah. So, so let's see, I guess. Um, I tell mm. you, one of the other things I just wanted to call out though. So um, uh, I think Jay, He's the one who came out in a straight jacket, and uh, he said he's doing this because he's dedicated to Claire. So again, I know she's got she's sort of like reality TV show famous as well, though, isn't, isn't he? But yeah. isn't she? Sorry, but uh, come on, mate, fucking give it a rest. And uh, Chris as well from uh, Salt Lake City says he feels like I've waited forever for this moment. <laughs> <laughs> and in bold and underlined in my notes, I've just got bullshit. So, you know, <laughs> in fact, I was, that's what I was going to open up the show with. I was going to say, Chris, Sorry. <laughs> Chris, I've, I've waited my whole life to be here now recording this podcast with you. My whole life, Chris, has built up to this moment. <laughs> Fucking hell, Dave, you need to get out. <laughs> that is the same sincerity. That this lot have got. So, um, 
yeah, I don't know yeah. if I'm just too old and grumpy for this, Chris, but I, I just kind of hate the fakeness of it and just, I, I've just got no tolerance for the bullshit. Because these, no, I- these aren't teenagers, are they? Or early 20s, you know? So I don't know. Damn, hey, Dave. We've spent nearly half an hour talking about it, so we're on to something. We love it, though, don't we? You've got no chance with me. You're going to be in this forever, Dave. For as long as we're friends, which will be forever, we're going to do podcasts. (laughs) That may feel you with dread. But, Dave, I wanted to talk about something today, actually, just just finishing off from the Love Island USA. And obviously, if you remember back, Dave, I had or we had an email, which you described as the best email ever. Yep. Um, which you you have actually got hung up in a frame in your house, and when I piss you off, you look back at it and it makes you smile, yeah? And it's from our good friend Kathy. Now, Kathy's responded, Dave, and I wanted to read it out for transparency, and also I think it's a great email. So she's put, hi, Chris and Dave. Sorry, sorry, sorry for my grumpy email about Chris. No, don't be sorry, Kathy, because Dave thinks it's hilarious. So he's lived off this ever since. I think I was having a particularly off day, but I'm glad to have entertained both of you, especially Dave so much. Oh, you definitely entertained Dave, Kathy, don't worry. I have listened to all of your Love Island recaps from England, Australia, now the USA, and I do love to hear your insightful comments. I have no one to share my thoughts about the show with. The good nature is where you receive my narky old email, Chris, shows what quality guys you both are. I think that should be what a quality guy you are, Kathy. But I'll forgive you. It's fine. I'm dreading, the, not Dave, I'm dreading the feedback I'm going to get. You're going to get no feedback. It's all lovely. From your listeners, I really didn't think you'd read my email out. You're both amazing guys, and please continue to say and do whatever you like. After all, it is your podcast. Keep laughing, stay happy. Regards, Kathy. Well, Kathy, you don't have to. I think it's a lovely email. I wanted to read it out. You sent it pretty much at the end of the Love Island, Australia. I didn't take it personal because I know exactly what you're saying because I get told by my wife every day that and by Dave quite often. So thank you for apologising, but there's no need. It's really lovely of you to send a, a reply to that. Yeah, and it is a lovely email, but uh, but I preferred the other one, to be honest. <laughs> Fuck off, Dave. <laughs> Somebody send Dave some hate yeah. mail, please. <laughs> After today, I mean, we've launched for this lot, haven't we? But uh, yeah, we might month. get some, some after today. <laughs> but Chris, we, we've had a review. It, it's coming in from our last uh, Love Island, I think. And uh, this one's across in the US store. It says, love these guys. I have to admit, when I was searching for a recap podcast to pair with the uh, Love Island USA season two, and I found two middle-aged dudes. I was incredulous, to say the least. But now, a whole season later, I'm completely hooked and can't wait to listen to whatever they cover next. They keep it light, fun, and real. Their friendship and laughter is contagious, and the accents certainly don't hurt. Thanks for being a perfect escape to otherwise monotonous work days. I'm going back to Love Island Season 5, uh, that's UK Season 5, to hold me over until you start The Bachelorette. And that is from Jill735. So thanks very much, Jill. I really appreciate that. If you could also drop us, uh, if you haven't already, if you could drop us a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, as the kids say these days. <laughs> so that, that would be great. And and we love reading out the reviews and, and getting that lovely feedback and also the crap feedback. So, you know, we do quite like, or well, we love the five-star reviews, but if you want to give us anywhere from one to five, that's also cool. And we'll, we'll read it out, even if it's, uh, even if it's abusing Chris. <laughs> if we're abusing dave we won't read them out funny enough but anyway um, if you do want to email us guys get the emails in because we have got a break now it's going to be on weekly this isn't it dave so it's not going to be a daily show 
uh, unfortunately, like the normal Love Island stuff. So there's plenty of time now to get your emails in and we'll read about next week. So if you want to email us, cdrealitycast at gmail.com. Or if you want to follow us on Twitter, get over there, guys. Plenty of interaction on Twitter and Instagram at cdrealitycast. So thank you so much, everybody. Again, it's been brilliant. And Dave, I've got to say, and it's a big thank you to everyone who's listening, um, the downloads for this last series of the Love Island USA has been sensational. The amount of emails we said at the end of this a uh, couple of weeks ago, honestly, they just keep growing. So thank you so much if you're still listening and tuning into the back end of Love Island. We really appreciate it. And I tell you what, Chris, we absolutely do. And I, as much as we've launched for all the characters in this first episode, I fucking loved it. <laughs> I did. <laughs> it was great. I think it's going to be interesting, isn't it? Because this is like the godfather of of reality TV dating shows. And there's huge amounts of people that, that already listen to existing podcasts that cover this stuff and everything. And I'd be interested if people get back to us and let us know, you know, do you want us to talk about the kind of hot takes, like the gossip, you know, if we find out who's won it or whatever, you know, should we be talking about that stuff as well or or as we've said earlier in the episode, should we just keep as we kind of normally do to episode by episode? I think the only reason I, I'm intrigued, Chris, as to what people think is, is just because, like I say, The Bachelorette, it's spoiling itself with all the, uh, you know, next time, you know, you'll see all this stuff. So just genuinely interested in what people think on that. No, that's great, Dave. I, I, I'm with you on that because it's too much social media presence with the batch. It's so big. It's 16th season this, Dave, in America. And it is a big series. And I know there's plenty of podcasts cover it. You know, we're doing it as part of, you know, within our channel with all the other shows. But there's been a lot of podcasts that are just dedicate to the batch, as you know full well, Dave. So, uh, yeah, brilliant. And uh, honestly, don't be offended if you want to send something about Dave. I'll be happy to read it out, guys. <laughs> yeah. Fine. <laughs> we love a good roast, don't we? <laughs> whoa, whoa, Dave. Whoa, right. Not, not that anyway, kind of roast. Yeah, I'm not bombed, Joe. Sort of <laughs> no, but... I've never looked you in the eyes, Dave. No, but anyway, let's... <laughs> we'll see you all next time. Bye now.